were you talking about Promising Young Woman, Peter? Have you seen that film? Oh, no, I haven't yet seen it with um, Kerry Mulligan. Mm-hmm. It's Aaron's favorite movie, I think. No, man, it's the worst it's movie I've ever seen. I was raging last <laughs> night. It was really bad. What, what didn't you like about it, Aaron? For, well, okay. The, 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 my initial takeaway is that they had a ton of A-list actors or, you know, A, B-list, really, you know, well-known actors all over the place in the cast. And none of them were utilized properly at all. Like, mm. like Molly Shannon is. They were like, what? They were like lugging like set pieces. Like, like <laughs> yeah. they're doing work on the crew. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, they fir- that's that's Ray Fines, <laughs> Helen Mirren, and I'm telling you, they're they're working second. They AC got Sir Patrick Stewart uh, paing. You know, some u- some joke. unions are better than others. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> no, you know, it, you know Jennifer Coolidge played her mom, but like. It could have been any actor, you know what I mean? Like it, like the the part was completely cardboard, you know what I mean? And it was the whole cast, basically. Well, happy to see a queen getting work, but yeah, yeah. You, you shouldn't cast Coolridge unless you have like a unless you've been in unless she's been like the center of your vision board throughout the whole right. That's what process. I'm saying. Like she is a master. Like she she deserves proper direction. Um, and it, it, the whole movie, Yo, it was thought just a Jennifer mess. Coolidge was Anna Nicole Smith for a while, and then she died. That's true. So every time I <laughs> see her, that's I was that like, should be a conspiracy rest, theory. Rest that's Anna fucked Nicole up. I, I feel like that's that's fucked <laughs> up. That should be a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up I feel did. just happy for you, you that you thought Anna Nicole Smith was still with us. I, I that wish. That such I a mean, nice reality to live in, honestly. What has she been yeah. in, though, like recently? I feel like the only thing I've seen Anna her in is like best in show in like American Pie. No, Jennifer Coolidge. She's the same person. What? It's the same person. What are we? What are we joking about here? I don't know. She's, oh, yeah. She gets around. She does stuff. She's I feel. the one of the Christopher Guest ensemble actors, right. par excellence. Mm. Oh man, a Bostonian too. Wow! Very, wow! Did not know that. Good to know. Yeah, she. Good to know. Reason, now I know. I should hate her. That's right. the reason. Uh, you know, Coolidge Corner in Boston. That used no. to be her corner. Wow, that's it's crazy. Like, yeah, None of us like lived a, in Boston like you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, you got to give it a shot at one point. It's like uh, it humbles you. Don't you sense a, a, there's a decided lack of brotherly love in the room only emanating from your corner? Yeah. Or is that Philadelphia? <laughs> mm. <laughs> is that Philadelphia? I think that's oh, Philly. No. <laughs> you see what a Boston novice I am? <laughs> that's I think fun. Boston, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's funny. That, wait, that, just, that's, uh, that would be funny is like thinking that oh yeah great great bit yeah, great bits like, great bits no, guys i'm from boston don't you see brother City of brotherly i love, love you brother baby <laughs> i'm walking like we didn't here. have the heart to tell him it was philly yeah <laughs> it's like when well, someone know, he brought a lot of brotherly love to boston <laughs> he brought a lot of brotherly love to boston <laughs> it's like uh, when someone mispronounces your name too many times and you it's too late to correct them you know it's like someone thinks yeah. that Boston is a city of brotherly love, but they said it so many times that you you just let it happen. I know? usually roll with that as like someone that worked in the bar industry. I mm-hmm. just like if somebody thinks that I'm somebody else, but they're tipping me good. I'm like, yeah, I'm that guy. Right. Sure. Exactly. Keep talking. Like, I totally remember what you're talking you say about. that, dude. But I saw that manifesto in your old apartment for that one dude who kept calling you Yef all the time. <laughs> who? <laughs> that dude who, who called you Yef, dude. What was his name? You had his um, name written down in the manifesto. 
I, I, uh, I it, left it wasn't that really a manifesto. It was more of a list with lines crossed through it next to his bed. You yeah. know? Yeah. In the notes. Um, in the we're notes not allowed out. to talk about, we're not allowed to talk about the notes. Um, it's a incomplete list. I'm still working <laughs> on it. It's a, on, the world's not ready project. to see it. Right. Um, <laughs> but you know, just trust the plan. Right. So yeah, today, welcome to another episode of You Wouldn't Download a Podcast. We have very special guest, Peter Vack, with us today. What's up, Peter? Great to be here. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I'm uh, doing I'm my podcast voice. Just <laughs> yeah. jacked yeah. up. Jeff, a, Jeff I, we have a 5G Jeff today. I sent a I sent a group text warning to the other host that I I got the second dose of the vaccine yesterday, so I'm not yeah. I'm not 100 right now. I tried did, to even it out. Have, did you have a seizure? No I didn't seizures, have a, right? I didn't have a seizure, but like, are you I had starting to, to see the effects of uh, bimbofication yet, or when does that? <laughs> I start? think that a couple of days after, once okay. the cloud lifts. Yeah. But yeah, so the first dose we recorded an episode the day after, and I um. I took an Adderall and it like helped. So today I took an Adderall and I'm like just starting to even out where I can like ask questions and understand what someone's saying back to me. But my arm, I can't like lift it Uh past this like point. It like hurts real bad. Well, luckily this Um, isn't, we don't rely too much on physical comedy. (laughs) Yeah. That could be a a shame because I did have some slapstick bits planned. Oh shit. Um, And I sort of, did you guys, yeah, did, I said, Jeff, I said, send them send them the bits because they require a lot of practice. So I'm just going to say no bits, right? No slapstick. Fuck. Jeez, no. Um, is that our whole hour 15 out the window? Did you prep I was that much? A good a good chunk of it, but we can, uh, we can just improv. Okay. I think okay. I think we can try <laughs> some of them. I think some of them might work. Well, it, I it, was if going, it's slapstick, if you slap the stick loud enough we could probably hear it and it'll be like a fully like a radio drama fully effect. I made That's like the artistic I, I made the artistic decision I wanted natural reactions after watching the the Eric Andre prank movie on Netflix yesterday. I was like, you know what? I, I'm just not gonna tell Jacob or Aaron what's happening. Cause Jeff Tremaine, that guy, he's on to something, you know? How is the grandpa, how was that movie? Jackass. It was all right. Yeah, how was um, that movie? I was entertained. I wouldn't say it was like like crazy, crazy good. Like I'm going to watch it like 20 times. Like when I saw, I don't know, like Jackass two in the theaters in high school, I was like, I have to see that again. That shit was fucking weird. Like it was good. Um, you know, there's like a plot. It's like bad grandpa more like, you know, they took like a scripted story and just kind of tried to prank random people. And Mm. I would say, watch it. It was entertaining. Um, you know, he definitely, he gets fucked by a gorilla. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Did you watch Hungry I, Bitches? <laughs> not yet. Snacks. You didn't tour just it? Like the, the Eric Andre movie was so good. It looked, it was crazy. These two girls just picked up this cup and started going to town. It was so, so interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's called it Hungry good. Bitches. Yeah. I would say like, I mean, a lot of people talk about like Cronenberg or whatever is like the master of practical effects. But if you watch Hungry Bitches, like you see there's, I mean, it looks like real shit. That's all I'm going to say. Probably tasted like real shit too. Yeah, probably did. (laughs) (laughs) Is it like two girls, one cup adjacent? So two girls, one cup. Two girls, one cup is the trailer for Hungry Bitches. 
Oh, I didn't know. Hungry that. Bitches is yeah. the full film. Is the full film. Oh, then I've oh, seen it. Two Girls, One Cup is the viral clip excerpt trailer from, from the oh. I'm sure that, that director teaser. is upset that uh his, his the artistic title of his work is completely overshadowed by Well, if that's the case, then I heard that the shit didn't taste bad. I think it was supposed to be soft serve. It probably tasted pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It was some some odd looking soft serve, but well, I mean, you know, it had speaking to pass. Of, mm. Speaking of feces, we have Peter back on the podcast today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I am something of a master of scatological. <laughs> that actually a pretty good segue, honestly. I think so. Truly. I think there should be have you ever thought about making a um Maybe like a parody Instagram account called the Master of Shit. Well, great idea. Yeah. Maybe now I will. Could be a good idea. Yeah, it could be good. Yeah, that could be good. And it could. I mean, what's your? What's what do you see being the? Um, let's talk about it. I mean, what do you see being like a typical Master of Shit post? Like, would, would oh, it be? He's like my I adversary. See- no, I see it as like a fan account that just reposts okay. Master of Composts. Like it's like two days with, after like, you make sure. a post, they repost it, but it's like a screenshot with still with like your <laughs> Master of Come in the top and like yeah, the amount of yeah, likes yeah. it had. Yeah. And it's like, this Whoa. is great. You know? But then somehow Nobody maybe will. they like turns it, turn it a little with like with some poop gags. There's gotta be like the yeah. occasional like kind of shit. Gag you could do, yeah. First slide is a reposted meme. Yeah, you know it's you know what would be good a, a meme account in general is like me, repost memes from like six months ago, like that relate to like yeah, as if they were new. Yeah, like current I mean, events. Isn't that, like, isn't that just that like what we all do? Isn't that trash can Paul and <laughs> shithead Steve and all but the like, other? You like, know those like hyper specific memes. It's, that, low key, it's me sometimes. Right, it's a little too all gas no breaks for me. You know what I mean? Oh, don't say that. Don't say that phrase anymore. It's they're not associated. Did you, no, did you but I know. Right, that's what yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's to all gas, no breaks. Whoever owns all gas, no breaks oh, for me. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It's a little doing doing things media for me. Right. I, I um, thought about <laughs> once doing like something called the Master of Fun, which would just be like a really cleaned up version of the Master of Fun. <laughs> yeah, that's I like that. somehow really censored. You know. Well, mm-hmm. okay. I was thinking though, like, what if the Master of Shit was you? You Google search like poop and toilet and find like the worst poop photos. And then the first slide is like an old meme, and then you slide in it, and it's a poop. What do you think yeah, about that, that could idea? Be cool. What what I like, I like like Does Instagram so, take down poop, or is that allowed? Yeah, of I, course. So it's like it's a it's a review. Just like account. yes, just like all the scat accounts I follow have of, been deleted. <laughs> the scat well, community so, is in shambles on Instagram right now. So I, I think it's a review account of the Master of Cums memes and. Whoa, oh, oh shit! <laughs> Way too loud. And it, it, uh, <laughs> not to not to detract from my my thought my uh, line of thinking, but then it's like a review of your memes from Master of Come, and it'll be like five shits out of five shits. It'll be like a review, okay, or five five flushes out like, of fi- like on cinema. ten flushes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think that could work. Yeah, Sorry, and if is... there's like maybe the hater accounts called the master of ho hum. <laughs> yeah, that's re- that's good. 
That's what good. About, I, got like, mi- I got that was a mild chuckle from you guys. Just a mild. The, the, I like um, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jacob, your Thanks tabs are auto playing in the in the audio, dude. We can hear what you're playing, dude. I got this soundboard that, like, to be honest with you, it's it's a uh, it's a new thing. Which it's in this app. And I was like, well, I might as well get some stuff. So I, I searched for meme sound effects. And that's, uh, that's what we have. We have a little bit of God's plan. I think uh, um, my favorite meme, some- the Drake song, God's plan. <laughs> oh, shit. Why is it won't stop playing? <laughs> Wait, I think, I, could, I think it could fade it out. There oh, you go, man. All right. So I we feel know like God's if- plan. If there was an adversary account, it would be the master of edging, right? Mm, yeah. Because yeah. the master the, of no fat. The, the anti-cum. Right. Um, yeah. Or I don't know. What is it? I guess edging is the, like too close to coming. To it would be, be the, the, vastect- the vastectomy master. Oh, no! You still, you style. still come, right? You still come if you have a vasectomy. Actually, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I can't I speak know. on it. I can't speak on it. The vasectomy community is up in arms right now. Yeah, yeah they wouldn't want to be misrepresented. Cancellation. You know? Yeah, we would hate to Isn't do that. The whole point of the vasectomy is you that. can you can come without fear of sperms. We should. Yeah, someone exactly. should make a uh, like one of those Instagram infographics for the story about vasectomies to kind of give some people some education. Because I think that's where I'm lacking right now. Well, that wow. could be the content on mm-hmm. Master of Vasectomies is infographics on vasectomies. It's just an infographic account. That's a really good idea. That could totally work. I think that would be a, a really good account that I would follow. And a lot of people would follow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so many followers. So yeah, we yeah, were it's, talking it's like, about it's like it's like kids whose like stepdads have mastectomies, but they want to try to get closer to their stepdad or something or their dad. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna follow this account, Master of No Cum, Master of Vasectomy. Yeah, I, learn, I need to like learn about about like you know this guy who I Peter yeah, Vasectomy. Oh. My mm. question is if so, who is your like real life adversary that would run the account? Like who's the the opposite right. Peter Vac? I, I I can't boost their signal. Who is it? It's like um oh god. Uh it's, it's probably um Chris Pratt. It's probably Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? <laughs> probably. Yeah, you could get Pratt. him to run, a, run an Instagram account for you. Yeah, we have Are beef. You yeah, me? not to, I guess I'll break the news here. Chris Pratt and I have mad beef. Oh fuck. You know, you were yeah. you were originally supposed to be Andy on Parks and Rec, and he st- took yeah. the role right out from under you. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you know how many times I had to fall in that hole at the audition? <laughs> I know. I've been asshole. in so many auditions, and I'm just like, please let Chris not be here. Please let Chris not be here. And invariably, he is, and he always gets the part. Yeah. And I've even like, up. I can't put on the muscle mass the way he can. You know. So, that's true. It's the kind build. of thing where he, oh, yeah. you're at an audition, you're, you're, you know, talking to people, you know, in the green room, you know, it's, you're waiting to go and, you know, meet the producers and stuff. Totally. You're chatting, you're, you're thinking, oh shit, like Chris is, isn't here today. This might be it. This might oh, be the thing. It's such a relief. It's but such then, a relief. Cause he might just be booked. But then he strolls in. in and he says, and he's, oh, can oh, I, right to the front of the line. Oh, he's, he goes, he's I'm like, I'm sorry. I have like other auditions later. Like, can I like cut? And then yeah. he goes in. And then he comes out, and then the producers are like, 
Thank you for everyone for waiting. Um, unfortunately, we don't need any more auditions. We already know who's going to get cast. And the amazing thing is when they say that, they're looking directly into my eyes. Yes. No one else. <laughs> yeah. And I go, and you're, you're, you're usually the last person left waiting. <laughs> There's only one right. more Or usually person. it was, I was just about to go in the room. Yes. It always works out this way. Um, I feel seen that you know this. <laughs> Well, he you shows know. up wearing wearing the yeah. same clothes as you too. He's like comes in wearing the same t shirt yeah. or something. It's and it's not even his style. It's not even his go to style. Oh. I just he knows he's going to see me. He has a vac wardrobe, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he has well, private investigators yeah. following you. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to. They're zipping know. around Dime Square, fucking <laughs> keeping tabs. <laughs> right. They make no effort to not be seen. My friends are like, "Who are those? Is that Ella Emhoff security detail?" I go, "No, those are Chris Pratt's um, spies. His wardrobe spies. <laughs> they're all fr- they're friends. Ella Emhoff security is friends with with uh, P- uh, Chris." Uh, Chris, pa- Chris Pratt. 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 There's so many spies. Chris actors. Yeah. I forget. You, you their need. Names. You need to yeah. for the next movie you direct. You need to cast him so you can control him and make his life miserable. <laughs> and yeah, like, like it's for, like uh, it's for, yeah, it's for the art. Like, you know? like uh, art. Uh, Hitchcock. You know, just be really mm-hmm. mean to him. That He'll is really why it. I came. That's why I came here is really to get that idea. Thank you. That's so so brilliant. And <laughs> yeah, we'll send you it an might. invoice for our consulting fees after the pod. Like we'll email that right to you. Oh, okay, um, and you can you can just pay that's us. That's appropriate. Yeah. Cool. And we'll we'll we can keep going cool. as long as you want. Uh, you know, okay, nice. we'll just keep nice. the meter running on that. Sure, so, yeah, sure. I mean, that's fine. Peter, how, how's the how's the pandemic been for you? Have, have you just you've been in New York the whole time, or have you been like between coasts? I, w- I was in LA right before lockdown, like in January, right before the first lockdown dropped, and so I happened to spend the first four months in LA, which was really nice because. It was in like a nightmare I was hearing in New York, very tense. Mm-hmm. And LA is just an easier place to be socially distant. So, you know, I could still go on jogs when no one really could do anything in New York. And then when I, as luck would have it, when I came back to New York, that's when LA got bad, um, which I don't think was my fault, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Insider trading. But uh, yeah, so that's that's the, the, ge- the geographical history of my pandemic. Mm-hmm. LA to New York, but um, I'm from New York that, and live here. Yeah, Dime I feel Square like the I first <laughs> Dime Square. I live at my, my address is you're right, Metrograph, yeah. just on on yeah, the uh, that's where you the get your mail sent, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, I live at the intersection between uh, Dime Square and Metrograph Place. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I was. That's where I got my shot. Where I got Ask my shot local, yesterday. They'll, they'll, they'll point you in the right direction. Yeah, they'll well, tell you. <laughs> that was so. That was the second time I went to like the Lower East Side uh, during the pandemic. The shot was like right down the street from like Metrograph, and I was like, "Man, I kind of want to pop over to like Orchard Grocer and get some food mm. to go before I fucking dip." But I was like, "I'm not fucking like too many people on the street taking shits around me." I was just like, "I'm getting in a car and fucking <laughs> dipping." Uh- I, I, I'm sorry, our plumbing was weird that that weekend. You know, so <laughs> that we weekend. Right. Take to the streets. Take to the streets. I know the weekend you're talking about. Everyone I mean, was pooping. 
it's normal. I mean, that's something I normally would see in New York, but not normal, not pandemic normal for me because I've been inside so much. So I feel like I haven't seen someone shit on the street in like a year. And that mm. kind of freaked me out. I was, I don't know if I was ready to go back, you know? That's one of those things. I think it's a grassroots effort to fertilize, to fertilize the, you know, the small patches of, of, um, on, on Rivington. Soil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's true. Um, it's true. Love it. Yeah. I got, um, the vaccine was at, in the building, like next to the, the big movie theater right there on Essex. The Regal? Um, the Regal. Yeah. Oh when yeah. We saw, yeah, 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 yeah. um, what did, we saw, we saw um, Parasite there. Parasite there. Those, right. uh, those cool. comfy cool. seats. Um, I love those. those some no. great seats. I saw Joker at... God um, damn. I saw it at... What's the theater uh, with like the crazy viewing room? Oh, I've seen a couple movies there in, in the Lower East Side. You saw Joker in oh, 72 millimeter, right? Yeah, it's oh, got like a oh, big... Oh, you mean... Village East, Village East, Village East, Village East. Village exactly. East. I saw it there yeah. on opening night, and I was like ripping this like weed vape in my sleeve right before the movie started, <laughs> like in the seat. And I was like, you know what? This isn't this isn't the movie opening night to have like smoke coming out of my sleeve. I feel right. <laughs> there was like heightened security. Yeah, um, that dude, yeah, they were thought that someone was going to go postal. And I was like really high right when it started. So I got a little paranoid um, about people around me because everyone was kind of spaced out. It was like social distancing, but it's because none of the people in the theater had had sex in their entire (laughs) lives. So they were just like, I'm going to go sit really far from everybody and worship what's happening on screen. And there's people around me with like backpacks and shit. And I was like, all right, well, I guess if something's going to go down, it'll be worth it for the podcast story the next day mm-hmm. and nothing happened. You know, it was the only- best blockbuster of the year, dude. <laughs> when you yeah. think about that year, you put everything up to it. As far as blockbuster movies, it took the cake. Well, it spawned the number one Instagram filter. I feel still, I feel like most people use mm. the joke, the Joker filter. I tribute that, still that to Todd Phillips, you know, I mean, Todd Phillips trademark. He he pretty much created the uh the Joker character originally. You know, mm. way back. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, definitely. He's that's definitely yeah, and he appears in all the deleted scenes for the hangover. They're great. Mm-hmm. These deleted yeah. scenes from the hangover starring the Joker, better than any of the hangovers. It's IMO. crazy how they cut all those yeah. scenes. It's, most people don't know that. So 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 such a deep cinephile cut. Thank I know. Well, so disappointing. The um the studio actually made them cut it out because shooting Zach Galifianakis and Mike Tyson on a train it was just like too much you know with what's what was happening when the Hangover came out you know with um with train violence Benghazi <laughs> um so Benghazi true. exactly so true. That, wasn't that around the Hangover time Who, when did the Hangover come out. <laughs> I feel like the hangover was a distraction for Benghazi. When it, 2009? What year did Benghazi yeah. happen? 2011, right? Oh yeah, God. the hangover was tactically also- released two years before Benghazi came, <laughs> yeah. before Benghazi came out. Well, the hangover too, 
2011. Okay, so there you well, go. It's what ga- it's what gave them the idea. It was the inspiration for Benghazi. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's such you a know. good point. What stay? What happens in Benghazi stays in Benghazi. Very true. Oh, wait, now I'm finding out Benghazi happened in 2012. <laughs> they delayed oh, it. <laughs> it was originally supposed <laughs> to be 2011. The hangover may, may really refer to the financial crisis, which happened in 2008. That is a very know? good point. That very is very true. true. Like spiritually, we were having a hangover as a nation, you know, yes. and, as a, and as a global financial system. And so they were like, it's time to deploy these movies, bros. Well, what they don't, Definitely. what they never established is the big shorts, actually a prequel to the hangover, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, I knew that and you knew that, but most people don't. <laughs> well, and S- Steve Carell is playing his character from the office and, um, and Ed Helms is playing his character from the office. So it's the same universe, but wow. you know, That's, it's kind of yeah. like the Kevin Smith Viewski universe, you know, mm. a little, a little bubble. Uh, Prequel to Batman too, Christian Bale. Oh, that's right. The that's Big right. Short is a great movie. Like no, no joke. I love that movie. It's yeah, a good movie. It's good. I think it's a banger. I like it a lot. I think it's a it, full uh, banger. And I liked, um, I liked the one about Dick Cheney too a lot that he made. Right? I didn't Same see guy. that one. Same director. I saw it. It was pretty good. It was a I little. Awesome. It was a little on the. It was a little on the nose for me. With there was like fourth wall breaking and shit. Right. Um. I live for that. Maybe because I'm a theater kid. I love I, breaking I love the, the fourth, fourth wall. I try to do it as much as possible <laughs> yeah, I just in my day to day. Yeah. If I ever How see three walls, if wall? I ever see three walls, I better not see a fourth one because I'm gonna I'm gonna break right through that. Yeah, yeah, you're going dude. full full Adam Driver mode, <laughs> full marriage story. Yeah, that's that fourth that's wall. what I'm saying, dude. He really broke the fourth. Would have been amazing. I wish in that moment he was like one, two, three, four. <laughs> it's like made sure it was the yeah for all wall. the theater kids all, only theater kids will get this joke <laughs> that'd be great no yeah, yeah. it's like yo that's so sick dude <laughs> dude yeah and then and then and then scarlet's like the ever the practical one pulls him over in the corner and she's like Noah, i know you and adam i know you love this but no one's gonna get it but us okay no one's gonna get it but us. just have him punch the wall okay this yeah. one two three four thing are we at juilliard we're not at juilliard anymore adam she's like normal people um, normal civilians don't get that joke they don't understand when someone looks at them through the movie screen they freak out and they run away because it's too scary they're not gonna he's get like, it he's sure. like but I'm playing a theater actor. It just makes sense for the character. You know what I mean? It's like, he's, he's going full Daniel day Lewis method and he's losing control, which I understand. I heard he did that in star Wars too. He did that in star Wars. That's why he's so convincing as the villain (laughs) and in girls also in his, his biggest (laughs) role girls. Um, right. That was weird. I, when I worked, I worked at Roberta's uh, for a while in Bushwick, and there was like right a scene. Passage. There was like a big scene, I guess, that was filmed in for girls in like the atrium room in the restaurant, and people would always come there to see it. But I hadn't watched Girls at that time, and I was just like, "Oh man, I guess it must have been a big deal." Like whatever happened in in the show. So I watched the scene, and it's just like the girl like breaks up with her boyfriend and then they go outside and like make up. I was like, this is fucking bullshit, dude. Of course it's going to be a- Roberta's like the trendiest fucking most bullshit restaurant in Bushwick. Drag them. Um, Jeff. Dude, fucking who cares? You know what I mean? 
Um, I care. I want to see you clown on Roberta's on the podcast. I bought some dude. frozen Roberta's pizzas. Fuck them. That was, direct, that was a dude. shitty job, man. <laughs> I'm stoked on it. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard it's they're not good employers. They're not good employers. Working at the working at the bar there was insane. Like the fridge with the kegs and all the beer stock is in like a a building up the street. So if you have to change the keg, you have to like go up the street and wheel that shit on a fucking dolly all uh-huh. the way through the restaurant and down the street. It's fucked wow. up. I don't know. That's fuck Roberto's. <laughs> fuck their stupid pizzas. The worst. You might be onto something with the soundboard, Jacob. <laughs> I agree. I just think it needs to go down a little bit. <laughs> this is like this should be the this should be the record store theme. Anytime I talk about the record store yeah. fucking me over. Yeah. It's like Jeff's record store theme. Yeah. Um, can you do like the, the Joker bathroom dancing, Jeff? Dude, I can, but I'm not going to. He kinda he kinda does like a um um and here we go. Anyway. Uh, I like I edited <laughs> a that. video of him like dancing like a TikTok of him like dancing to like a techno EDM or IDM mm-hmm. like uh Mr. Brightside remix mm. like two years ago. It's um That's, there's an IDM Mr. Brightside remix? I think so. I think I found like, it on like YouTube. I like Apex Twin? IDM? Like we have like some shuffling drums, some like atonal shit going on. Yeah, it was like a warp records vibe. Wow. A little bit of brain dance. Autecker. Mm. You know what I mean? It was dark. Oh, yeah, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> um I would say we could play it, but we got that uh universal oh, yeah, we, music we recently... group tape down. Oh yeah, what I wanted you to explain that. What was was that real? That was real. Yeah, we I oh, think yeah. we played it, too it much real. of this one M&M song. So yeah, we did an episode, episode a few months ago with Umru, and we did a very uh, scholarly academic review of the the song Nat by Eminem. And it's probably the greatest song I've ever heard in my life. And we were being very nice and not clowning on it at all. And we were being so respectful to him. And so we played through the whole song and... Um, Apparently, Spotify didn't like our very nice review of the song, so they decided to take it off of Spotify. So that's our first. We've always joked about like, oh shit, we're gonna get like copyright strikes for playing music on the podcast. But we've been doing this for like two years, and we haven't gotten any yet. And this is our very first copyright strike that we got. Whoa! I wish they had sent Whoa. it physical. Spotify but. is more likely to take shit down. I feel like, yeah. like the one fifty five pod, they've had shit removed. Um, as long as it's up other places, if it got taken down everywhere, that would kind of suck. No, but yeah. it exists still. It lives on. It's just a little more rare. It's now it's a yeah. rare episode. Maybe you could sell it as an NFT. Yeah, mm. baby. Eminem is going to get involved. Baby. We're going to get rich. Wolf of Wall Street Eminem 2, has, baby. You got, uh, he's, got, he's got lawyers on retainer. <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street 4. <laughs> Dude. Jonah Hill as the lead this time. Yeah. Exactly. Still fucking his cousin. We can't clown That's on right. Jonah, you guys. 
Sorry, that's off limits. Oh, Jonah Hill's oh, off man. limits. Okay, Jake, I was I was ready to spend ten minutes on his cup falling. Well, I got this. He and I are collaborating on this very fire NFT. We're gonna make at least ten million on it. Oh, what is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What's it gonna be? So, um, it's like gonna be this graphic of this skateboard, like a like a sort of like a '90s skateboard with no rider going like this on a perpetual uh, half pipe. Wow, mm-hmm. that sounds so really a little sick. bit like Ouroboros meets half pipe meets skater culture, mm. meets celebrity culture, meets meme culture. So wow, I would buy yeah, I would cool. buy an NFT. Will you Will you bid? Will you bid? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should kind of we should put a, we should work. put our Patreon money towards that NFT. We would bid yeah. all mm. of our Patreon money. I think that could work. Sweet. You are you got are you are you rich off that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, a little bit. Not. Like m- two, three million each. Sick. It's fine. It's like, oh, uh, we, oh, you know, it could be higher. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It's yeah, like yeah, starter. Right. You know what I mean? We're still getting off the ground. Like, I could use a couple mm. more million. Right, right. Like, I'm right. trying to get like my millions, right? So, true. But it's good. It's yeah. it's enough. It paid the bills. Most, yeah. of, most of our money comes from investing, though, in NFTs <laughs> in and, and money cool, laundering yeah. also through NFTs. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I heard that that's uh, very easy to do. Yeah, dude. It's um, the same with art, dude. It's what you do with... Uh, it's why people buy art to launder money. People are going to invent art by saying, house. we made NFTs in physical space. It's called a mm. painting. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they'll reinvent art. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. They're Saving gonna, that for the Brad really Trumbull episode. There's going yeah, to be a VC who's yeah. like, guys, what if there was a building, right? Let, hear me out. You can buy a ticket to go into this building and see real life physical nfts hung on the wall could you imagine how beautiful that would be but how will you launder money they're gonna do it at christie's ticket sales i guess you could launder in the ticket sales right but then what if people come they're like wait a second the head count here today doesn't really match the ticket sales. well if you You do like like what the met used to do is pay what you Uh want right Mm. so Pretty That's easy to find great money laundering scheme. There's only if there's only two people in the museum today. They both paid five hundred thousand dollars to come in. You think that's what uh, Radiohead did within Rainbows? Yeah, money I think so. They were that's like, what I paid what for want. it. I paid five hundred thousand for that. Yeah, it was and worth like, it. Yeah, we made we made twenty five million dollars off this record. We don't know how. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know how. Somebody right. must have spent a lot of money. We didn't get it illegally. <laughs> Tom York had like a fentanyl business on the side. Yeah, right. He wasn't talking Dude. about. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe we're, we're gonna have to do some digging. We're gonna need some. We're gonna need uh, Ryan Shriver on that one. Mm-hmm. How do you think he affords his Pro Tools subscription? Oh shit, that's true. Yeah, shit's expensive, I mean, dude. It's an addiction, you know. Have we only some... afford it for the podcast off of investing. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah yeah could you imagine um, me jacob like like busting down your door like when you're losing money on gamestop like how am i gonna fucking yeah. afford pro tools this month if you don't make money yeah, on gamestop dude, the investments well you got Did out you buy gamestop i bought it a while ago i got out though i had to get out it was I'm a part of the roller uh, coaster the small community the uh the stock community on the ion pack discord <laughs> um <laughs> Are you on there? The Iron Pack I am. Discord? It's a pretty good Discord. I'm a fan. Not to shout out nice. other Discords on the pod, but 
it's a pretty solid discord. They deserve a big shout. They do. They do deserve a big shout. I'm an unofficial representative of them, so yeah, why not? You're a cor- uh, I unpack correspondent. <laughs> do you remember, sure. remember when uh, there was that that uh, that art show that uh, Cindy Males or Cancel were doing was yeah. doing, and that's where we met. Yeah, sure. And I thought I thought uh, I asked you if you were the I unpack. <laughs> so I was I pretty drunk, <laughs> and I remember shortly after leaving there, I hit the blunt way too hard. Yeah, was I was with moving, you, and uh, like time was moving so slow, like straight up, I was just like. I was, it was an incredible experience because I was, and this is, this is really what I'm waiting for again, post pandemic, right. is being able to hit the blunt, walk through mood ring, swear to God, I've been there for four hours. We, yeah, we were there minutes. for maybe 20 minutes. Maybe 10 And you minutes. were like, I gotta maybe get 20. out of here. <laughs> yeah. There's too many bisexuals here. Gotta leave. Yeah. Way <laughs> too many. Mood ring queers. is a hard spot to like chill in too long. There's too much like yeah. smoke machine and like strobe Black lights, lights going on. Yeah. It's good for you though, dude. A little bit of smoke know. machine. They open Too it up much. this Cruise weekend. Lungs. Are they reopening? I think so. I have a smoke machine rigged into my bathroom. I I like sort of take it into my lungs deliberately every morning. That's pretty mm. good. Uh, it's like yeah, kind of it, vaping, but like just a different uh, chemical. Yeah, right? it absorbs then, the toxins. To, right. to be honest, but yeah. yeah. I think I've never been to Mood Ring, but I, I lived in Bushwick for like almost ten years, and I never mm. went to Mood Ring. Yeah, it's a, I, I mean, know. it's a. It's it was a, newer, uh, you know, like I feel like I got out of Bushwick a couple of years ago and it was like the new spot, you know? Right. So it's only yeah. a couple of years. I don't know. I worked at like shittier dive bars in Bushwick. So definitely. The mood ring cocktails are pretty good. I enjoy, I've enjoyed myself cocktails. there. Solid cocktails. My problem was, is while I lived in Bushwick and worked at bars in Bushwick, it was hard for me to go to other bars because I could drink for free at the ones I worked at. So it was like, oh, uh, well, on the walk to Mood Ring is the bar I work at. Why don't I just have a couple drinks here? And then I'm just there till like five in the morning. Right. Not that it was chill. I don't recommend Bushwick bars in general. <laughs> I remembered two weeks ago, I texted Aaron and Jeff that I remembered who the Ion Pack was. And then I remembered why I thought you were the Ion Pack because there's a there was like in my mind if I see the t- like two people, I could see there being like a slight mistake in my head. But now I remember who it is. I won't disclose the secret, obviously. Did the person did did they out themselves to you as the Ion Pack? Yeah, when I was because I DJed for the film screening, like their second film screening. Oh, I may have been there. Yeah. Now. Yeah, I um Jacob told me that you were the Ion Pack like forever ago, so I thought it for a very long time also. <laughs> it was false. And it made sense. It made sense. Like it wasn't a hard sell, you know, based on Master of Comes content. I was like, I could see it, but I had I, no confirmation. It, it it's true. I mean, I'm I'm almost intentionally wanting to mislead you into thinking I could be. Mm one of the ion pack. Yeah. You could you could be like cagey about it on purpose as a as a yeah. get people well, thinking it. You're might not be you're not the only one though. I I heard recently that there was I maybe won't name names, but there was like a high level actress talking to like a high level Illuminati style Hollywood guy and they were lo and behold talking about the ion pack. And this high level Illuminati level producer guy said to the actress who is very famous herself oh i know who the ion pack is it's that guy peter vac 
<laughs> and I was very flattered because it really is not me. But the levels of this were crazy. Like, so the ion pack is being discussed like in private convos at high level Hollywood shindigs. It's because wow. it's because I've been telling Makes all sense. my famous friends for the past three years that the ion pack is Peter Vax. Right. So they've been spread. Like I'm. I, yeah, I hate see, to it admit, started with you. It, rolls, it really rolls off the tongue, you know. I'm the Keith Raniere of the situation yeah. here. I'm like kind of the secret right. top. Um, but no, I mean, I feel like maybe there's like an intent where like the Ion Pack hired like you and Eugene to be the fake Ion Pack. That's good. Like, yeah. like you and yeah. Eugene are the fake Ion Pack that everyone thinks it is. I mean, it's perfect because it is Eugene and me, but you'll never right. really mm-hmm. know that it is actually us because we have these other guys do it and we we write scripts for them right and just the fact that there is this um it's very russian on what we're doing Ex- yes you know, i was gonna say sound- of the absurd yes sounds like a real a real daft punk or mf off. doom type situation you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's isn't it sense. incredible how even i sometimes go on the ion pod to, to mm-hmm. throw you off into thinking it must be exhausting. The same. Well, you just have to, yeah, right. you just have to throw, you just have to turn the voice filter off. And then, I mean, people would totally. know, you know. But you can mix yeah. up the tracks, though. It's a problem because you could be talking I, as the Iron Pack and then you try to talk as Peter Vack, but boom, you accidentally voice change the Peter Vack track <laughs> instead no, of the Ion track. But Peter's a professional. Lots of confusion. P- Peter, I, the I Vac, do want to The, the Peter Vack track and the Ion Pack track. You don't want to mix up the two tracks, the back track mm-hmm. and the pack track. You don't want to mix those tracks <laughs> up. Were were you influenced by by Eddie Murphy like playing multiple roles? Like did that did watching like the Nutty Professor help you or Norbit yeah, that, like I, help I, you out I, a little grew, bit? We Eugene and I grew up with Eddie Murphy movies. With so Eddie Murphy. Course, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah, we grew up with him actually in the same foster family. Yeah. Oh wow, right with, with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, you guys have like the delirious and the raw like suits. Like both of you have the suits from either stand up special. Yeah, like the leather. if I turn my camera a little, you'd see all these suits hanging up uh, um, in my apartment. Oh wow, these makes suits. sense. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, a pro- it's a little problematic for me to wear them these days. But yeah, right, I have. Well, oh, they yeah. must take up so much space on deck. in your apartment. How do you but deal with that? My, they're my prized possessions. Right. I. It doesn't matter to me. I, I could be living, well, you know, in a closet side of a size place, and I would still have the suits. I don't, that's really did, beautiful. Did you yeah. try to get a role in the Coming to America too? That just came out on Amazon. Prime I did. I did try to get a role. I mm. did. Yeah, there wasn't a role for me, but uh, I still did my best. He I was kind of like, "I'll call you," sure. sort of thing. You know, don't call well, me. You I'll know, call you. You were probably yeah, like, if Arsenio yeah. falls out, I'll step in. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which you'd be surprised um, to know they considered for a day. Right, of yes. course. Well, you know, <laughs> a full. Yeah. I mean, a full work day. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if one they full were, work day, they actually had my picture up on the board next to Eddie's. <laughs> they were like, and then, they were like, we're thinking about going with Peter, but he's just so much more than Arsenio. He just costs so much more. <laughs> Well, um. <laughs> Arsenio has, you know, he's lowered his rates significantly, I th- I think, almost as a charitable act. And for me, I, I need the money. So right. well, I can't blame you. These NFTs aren't going to buy themselves. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. I think Arsenio has already had a few real, real big NFT sales. So, okay. Yeah. He can act. He That's can act true. pro bono now. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, more power to him. I'm, I'm trying to get there. <laughs> but so I had a little a little thing planned. I was gonna say, 
you know, as kind of a tribute to James Lipton, we should do uh, the famous inside the actor studio questions since we have, sure. um, you know, we, we do a lot of music. Probably the most famous to actor you've ever had on the show, right? Mm, Probably. Well, maybe, you know, we, we did. Don't have tell me you have Chris Pratt. We had you, nice. we had Eugene, Chris Pratt's next week, but, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> he's, next, no! <laughs> he's next week. No, God damn this place. <laughs> but we're not, we're not going to do the inside the actor studio questions with him. We saved it for, for, you know, the, the real, Yay. the real one. You're just um, going to talk about all his acting awards. You make show us all your trophies, Chris. Oh, that's that's five yeah, he more did, than well, Peter fuck. has. I mean, he did he did say he was going to give us a, a little iPhone tour of his trophy closet. I saw. Um, yeah, I was going to pressure have to him go about for for that because there's so many. I was going to ask him about vaccines and stuff because he's he's oh, like super cool. right wing. He's like super oh, Christian. Right, I, yeah. I kind of want to put I want to push the envelope. Is, for he, the headline, is he one of those guys know, that has that bait. weirdo Hollywood pastor that all those celebs go to, like Probably. Justin Bieber and shit? He's like homophobic. He's like re- yeah, he's like really Christian, like really like out there, like not chill no. in his like views. No, um, but you know, you know, with. Uh, with genius comes madness, right? So <laughs> that's I've, um, I would wait, absolutely have- describe Chris Pratt with that phrase. <laughs> genius, yes. Did you have Eugene on the pod? We did. Yeah. We had Eugene you actually? not nice. not too no, yes, long ago. Did, yes. um, nice. Uh, yeah, Eugene was great. I was going to say. So we've we've actually had the Ion Pack on, just you know, not oh, together, shit. not in yeah, character. Yeah. True, 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 um, true. Okay. <laughs> But you know, sorry for the admin reveal. But you know, we had to it's do okay. it. Okay, it, ba- it was bound to happen. Might as well happen here. Well, my my dream goal for actors, I really am trying to work some way to get Macaulay Culkin on because I met him once. I sat at a table with him at a bar, and I want to talk to him about it. But uh, you know, about sitting at the table not, with him, it's not easy getting Mac on on pod. Uh, I wonder. Do you think Mac comes on pods? I, I, he, I could see him being someone who had like a, a policy against it. He has. He, he, could be he does podcast. He's a podcaster, so he I don't does. know if he would. He I, is I a podcaster. He, he, he is? is a pod. He is. I think he has oh, his own really? podcast, like on his own network thing. Like he also has some like some type of like influencer, like the Onion type site, like mm, that he's trying ew, to get really? off. Yeah, it's like it's like a like That's a cool. parody of like Goop, you know. Um he does like his own thing and you know, I feel like we've had guests that are in like a social circle that could get to him, but I'm not I don't I don't think we're ready yet. We need we need to infiltrate harder to get, you know, mm. the Coke on. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I could just call him right now if you want. Well, you could I could yeah. put him on voice. Well, he's the real, real ion one. <laughs> I know, I know. All of this, it's Peter Vac, Eugene, Josh Safty, Ben Safty. We are all covering for Culkin, for Macaulay Culkin and Seth Green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Macaulay. That would be a great. Dude. It's Macaulay and Seth Green. Mm. See, Damn. like Seth Green is cool, but then you know I listened to like that. There was like a Yeah, but still episode about Dane Cook's like game nights, and Seth oh. Green was apparently at at those game nights, like with all like the seventeen year olds. So I feel weird about him. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Seth. I don't Green. even know what that is. 
Uh, Dane Cook used to host these game nights at his house when he was like in his late 30s with like celebrities and like teenagers to play board games. And then he met this like 17 year old girl at a game night <laughs> and he's still dating her like 10 years later. Yeah, but they went like they kind of sleuthed on his Instagram. <laughs> Listen, this was before Tinder. Guys, this was before Tinder. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly. Only but way it was to do like it back then. game nights. Yeah. But Seth Green was there. It's like all the celebrities that were there, there's some shade, you know, about mm. uh what was going on with these game nights. Yeah. Let me ask um, you, Jeff, what's cheaper? Tinder Plus or a copy of Sorry? I'm gonna say it's probably a copy of Sorry, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. It could be it could be an antique now. It could right. it could hold some value, some collectible value. Hold that thought. Um, Are you gonna do the inside the actor studio thing? Because I got the, the theme I'm going music ready. Here it goes. I am I'm going. All right. All right. Okay. I'm ready. It's uh it's by you know songs by Andrew Bottle or whatever. <laughs> oh wow. Angelo, Angelo Bottle. The Twin Peaks guy? That's crazy. Could you uh could you turn it down a little bit? Yeah, sure, I'll fade it. Oh sorry. All right, so, Peter, what is your favorite word? Cuck. Cuck. Okay. Could could you use it in a sentence? Thank you for cucking me. Excellent. Um, now... What is your least favorite word? Math. Math. Perfect. What turns you on? Sense of humor. Oh, (laughs) excellent. So, you know, slow down, (laughs) but... Um, what turns you off? <laughs> um, doesn't like musical theater. Wow, wicked. Um, what sound or noise do you love? I love the way I I love the sound of uh, the uh, the laughter of a of a loved one the laughter of a loved one. <laughs> nice. I I had a I thought you were gonna say mac and cheese cooking. Um. <laughs> no. Because you know. Um, no. Okay. I mean, that's good, but not it doesn't compete with the laughter of a loved one. Right. So well, true. you know, what if only we could have our cake and eat it too. Um now, what sound or noise do you hate? I hate fingernails scratching on nylon. Okay. Mm. <laughs> a nylon. Very specific. Okay. Nylon. Um but nylon. chalkboards okay. I prefer that to nylon. Yeah. What about latex? Got it. When people, (laughs) latex would be fine, but that whatever this, whatever the feeling that chalk on a blackboard produces in a person, for me, that's nylon. 
nylon. Got it. That you know that makes sense. Fucking dead. <laughs> um, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? <laughs> um, politician. Politician. Senator. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I'd like to be a senator. <laughs> well, you know, there is a correlation um, between <laughs> Reaganomics and uh, an acting. You know, you could you could do a whole uh, Arnold thing. You know, or you I know, hope to yeah. We need we, New York will need a governor pretty soon. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I I would vote for the master of come over. The master of Cuomo. It's going to be I mean? me versus Yang. I want to go up against Yang. Mm. Can you offer everyone two thousand dollars? <laughs> I'll offer everyone thirty five hundred dollars. Yo, that's what you don't up. even I have take to that, offer yeah. that much. You just got to do a thousand and an NFT. Okay, everyone's mm. going to get their own personal NFT. Okay, I like that. Those are going up in value. Right, and so- podcast. I'm going to put everyone on Patreon. <laughs> everyone's on Patreon. Uh, everyone gets a thousand subs. Um, yeah. off the bat. 1,000 subs. Wait, did um, you ask Peter's favorite curse word? That's one of the questions, dude. Um, yeah, I, I skipped it. So we're going to go back. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? <laughs> um, maybe, uh, fuck. It's just so good. Fuck. Motherfucker. I- it's versatile. I would say I like fuck too. I think fuck might be my favorite. I like fuck. Fuck is good. I um, also like the slur for Jewish people, but I don't want to trigger anyone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish. <laughs> yeah, me, me too. Um, I, that, you know, that's that's in my. I probably say the slur for Jewish also. people more than I more than I say the F for honestly. Well, yeah, you know, they sound great. They sound it's a great because it's like most people, most people, they do it. Most people do not know even what the fuck you're talking about <clears> when you say that, which is, which is shocking. It's, it's true because most people are not anti-Semitic, but they're, you know, <laughs> there's only about but when they are, mil- they are, a, bro. <laughs> there's only about 75 million people that use that word, apparently. Um, uh, so, Peter, what what profession would you not like to do if you weren't an actor or uh, auteur? Account- Probably like an an accountant. Well, yeah, right. You, you don't like math. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm bad at math. I hate math myself. <laughs> I, I'm so, bad at it. I feel like I would love it if I were good at it, but I hate it now that I'm bad at it. Maybe the adversary account to the master of cum is the master of math, you know? Mm. Whoa. Yeah, that would be crazy. Or That'd maybe so the master sick. of cum. Oh, the master yeah. of cum. Kind of sounds like it's like, like a lisp or something, but it actually is about mathematics. Whoa. We got to see if that handle is taken. Um, so here's here's the final the final question: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'd like him to say, Peter, come over here. Let's go hang out with Drake. <laughs> oh, so Drake is dead and Drake is in heaven? 
Yeah, he no got there first. Right before you. Turns out he was all cool. Turns out he was cool. Was he and we a, go hang out with and we hang out with Drake. Wow. Is he an, an acting inspiration for you as a as a fellow thespian? Let me just say this: I've never I've never actually said this publicly, but every single time I approach a role, I go back to Drake's work. I watch him and I get ideas, and I try to put Drake isms in basically everything I do. Mm. Um. So yeah, he, for me, it's he's like my Daniel Day-Lewis. He's like my Phil Hoffman. Wow. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, I have a question. So this is something that I wanted to ask Eugene when Eugene was on, and he uh, we, we didn't get around to it. I forgot to bring it up, but Drake was a producer on Spree. Has Eugene ever shared any stories with you about like with that experience? Like, Do you know any like insider Drake info from behind the scenes? I think that Drake is really a producer more entitled than indeed on that movie, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> you don't think he was on set? He wasn't like, every day. He wasn't like, like up late in the edit bay like all night, like <laughs> frame fucking. Yeah, with Eugene. actually okay, he he was. I apparently I heard he was on set and he was giving a lot of alt lines for Joe Keery. <laughs> um like like he was always like he, he would call them bars. He didn't really get it was a movie. He thought they were making a song. Oh, you know, that was a music video. Oh shit! So he, he was—he didn't been... understand. He didn't really get it. Um, so they said he had some of his best musical ideas ever because of how frustrated he was. But that it was sort of sad because they didn't—they couldn't make it into the movie because ultimately it is a narrative film and not right. a, not just a song. So. Well, he must right. have started to well, get a little well, confused. That is the scoop. Yeah, after the second week of shooting, he was like, "How long is this music video going to be?" And they were like, well, Drake, they, and I, he was actually saying, guys, cut it shorter, cut it shorter. Like no one wants to watch one this long. And I think yeah. he, he probably but, got um, confused because when he visited the set of VR um, or we are, he, they filmed, the oh, Hotline are, Bling. Yeah. They, they, they filmed the hotline bling video. That's what that takes there. place at the yes. VR, wow. at the VR uh, studio. Go. Yeah. So it Sean makes Bryce Williams, who, who did both? Yeah, um, they got along real well. Sean is is a surly character; doesn't like most guys. But Drake and Sean were like brothers from moment one. Wow, I heard yeah. uh, brothers like Safty. Drake produced those those Chet Hanks videos where he does the Jamaican patois. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. I keep, That's like, but he was yeah. on he was on set for that. That was like a big. I'm saving up. Hard. That's his I'm passion s- project. Yeah. I'm saving up for a Ch- Hank's cameo. It's it's kind of pricey. I feel like it's like like 200 bucks. I just placed bid on all of those videos NFT style from Chad. Yeah. Have y'all I seen? Just play, I just bid. What that motherfucker Beeple looks like? He looks like Bill fucking Gates. Dude. <laughs> I unfollowed. When I saw a picture of him, I unfollowed. I just Googled this man. Look at this. I dude. love Beeple. I'm sorry. I, I'm a big Beeple fan, actually. You're a Beeple head? I think his work's cutting edge. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely a Beeple head. I think his work's cutting edge. It's beautiful. It speaks to mm. me. If I was rich, I would get one. If I, I think yeah, it's, I, I, if I was rich, I would have bought the NFT. Yeah, like yeah, someone, else, about, someone else bought it. If I if I was rich, I would have bought it. It's how I feel about cause statues. Like I'm like you know, I'd really love to have like a life-size cause in the apartment. There, you know, there really is something like cutting edge, like you said, about um, his work. You know, that like how how do you like downloading a model of Elon Musk's face 
on sketchfab.com on sketchfab.com and putting it next to a a model of a, of a Shiba dog that you also downloaded from the same website and posting it on twitter.com that like that's crazy to me like who think who would have thought to do that that's i'm move it's like a it's like looking at a Rothko i feel like i'm going to start crying sobbing yeah you know <laughs> well, that's why that's why the price is so high. I you know, know, it's truly next gen. You know, next gen. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, I'm just getting all my memes together to uh, to become a billionaire. They're just, you know, know I'm I'm doing a lot of screenshotting right now mm-hmm. just to get them all together. Yeah, the highest quality possible. In the words, I did make them all on my phone. Adam Sandler in Happy Gilmore. The price is wrong, bitch. That's what I say when I see (laughs) an NFT. Because I know they should be worth even more than what they're being paid for. That's so true. That's so true. I would would tip. If I was going to buy an NFT, I would tip. (laughs) How much do you tip the the artist you buy an NFT from? 40%. (laughs) 40%, 40% at least. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm going to do is I learned, if I learned anything from the, uh, the Pokemon card revival is that you release your NFT and then you release like that. The, the first one's the shadowless version. And then you mm. add like a shadow gradient to the second version of it. And mm. the first one will be worth like, like 30 times the amount of the second one, you know? Huh? Fascinating. Shadowless. Yeah, first sh- edition. Just realized something great we could do in post-production for this episode. So since we couldn't do a lot of the slapstick that we planned on doing, we could add maybe like some some royalty-free Latin percussion throughout the episode. Cause they had like the the actual physical slapstick. And it could be kind of uh, good. Yes, that's very maybe true. something to do. Okay. Yeah. So let's maybe do that in post-production. We'll attach like a the video file of all of us talking, like sped up like like four times and mm-hmm. put like the Benny Hill like the dun, 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 you know, like over it. Mm. That's Very such funny. a good idea. F- physical humor. Yeah. Um I don't that was know. funny, Jeff. It's just, you know. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not full I'm not like I'm not at full capacity today. Jo- yeah. Just, uh, how's how's your how's your Adderall vaccine balance right now? Give us an update. I mean, I drank a cup of coffee and I'm smoking weed, which probably wasn't the best idea. Okay. Because normally oh, shit, that's a fine playing. balance. Yeah. Uh, but it uh, I don't know, man. I don't. I I feel like the next couple of days are going to be a little foggy. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to do it. Yeah, I you know I just I assumed that since the last the first shot I was chill. The second shot, you know, I'm all right, but it's definitely like I think you're okay, dude. Not. I think you're gonna be all right. One hundo. I think you're gonna be good. I think it's gonna be all right. Just look out for Bell's palsy or seizures. Yeah, dude. And Bell's palsy is kind of cool for a little bit because it's temporary. So it's like, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's a bit of a flex, honestly. Well, it's not because you can't flex your muscles and your. (laughs) Exactly. And that's what makes it a flex. You're like, whoa, that guy's so chill. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people talk about the drip, dude, but uh, I'd like to talk about the droop for a little bit. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. 
Whoa. Shout out to group the group. I probably can't be level. talking about Bell's policy like this much on the podcast. People is this ableist? Will probably I, I don't know what's going on. No, Bell's policy is a temporary thing, right? It's something that comes on from when you have like an infection yeah. or a virus. Right. Maybe we if could someone, be completely. If someone wrong. has it in your audienceship, I think they'll feel seen by this moment. That's what I. That's mm. what I'm saying. Maybe there's like, you know, we should be more supportive of the community when they have the Bell's palsy. You know, mm. so Drew. that also very well could have been a hoax when they were. I think it was a hoax when they were saying that that was happening. It, right? It, it did, was did did we did anybody fact check that? I, didn't, I sort of like no. just didn't believe it. I didn't see anything no going on at the uh, at at the vaccination station, you know, to the Dime yeah. Square vaccination station. Right, <laughs> dude. Honestly, yeah. it was cool to be over there, like in the city, because you know I'm like I was in Ridgewood in the beginning, and now I'm in Greenpoint, and I just like I go to the park sometimes, or I'll go around here. But it's the density of people is not the same as being in no, no, Manhattan. It's it's very boardwalk. It's like a boardwalk over here, basically. Dude, and like being there on a Friday night. It's like Boston. So many Boston. people outside and like so many restaurants and shit. Like unavoidable. Yeah. It's like, like Atlantic it, City. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's like Boardwalk Empire, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I saw, yeah, it's, I saw it's Steve like, Buscemi. It's like Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> I saw Steve Buscemi exactly. and I was like, I was like, are you all right? Did you just get your second dose? What's going on? Yeah, and he was he was cool, and they're like, "Quick, sit down. We got to we got to give you an old timey haircut." And you got one. That's right. And then you fit <laughs> in. That's right. I wish I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm, I want the haircut so bad. Like I'm gonna wait two weeks after the shot to go get one. But I'm so ready for a haircut. Haircut. Yeah, time. my girlfriend gave me a haircut recently. Actually, my friend was an extra Looks- on Boardwalk, and they do they do require that you get like an old timey haircut. Really, even as an extra. He played yeah. a he played a Hasid and they gave him a Hasidic haircut. I was gonna say, do you know Michael Pitt or something? Because that would be pretty sick. I don't know Michael Pitt. I know people who know him, but I don't know him personally. Interesting. He yeah, uh, he felt he sort of doesn't act anymore. Yeah, I feel like he I, got I would fucked. love to see him come back though. I feel like he got fucked over on yeah. Boardwalk Empire. He got fired. Like they wrote him out earlier or something, like some shit went down. I don't remember the details, so I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not going to dive too deep in. I don't want to misspeak, but yeah, man, Michael Pitt was great. He, you know, ever since I saw him for the first time on Dawson's Creek, talking to Michelle Williams, I was like, this dude's got it. <laughs> His brother, Brad should do something. You know what I mean? Get him I another know, job. He's got to be <laughs> pull some strings. Right. I mean, you know, it must be hard to be living in your brother's shadow. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel, living in Michael's shadow I feel, like I feel like Brad did help him out a little bit in once upon a time in Hollywood. He, he, uh, he got Michael to be Leo stand in cause they look kind of similar. So like, you know, he got some stand in work, which, you know, that's true. That's true. Can't turn it down. You know? <laughs> oh, he was in the, uh, Scarlett Johansson ghost in the show. Oh, uh, well that, you know, that, that was a major hit. <laughs> It was the he was the co-star. It was Scarlett Johansson and then Michael Pitt. Really? Is that mm-hmm. the last movie he did? No, he did some other I things, that but one. that's that's definitely one of the big ones. Well, so that we'll, movie was big. We'll have to ask him when he comes on the pod. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, we'll pull some strings with 
I'll ask Jonah if he, or maybe you can ask Jonah if he could put in a word. I'll ask Jonah. Yeah, that'd be really nice of you. You you should have Jonah, Pitt, and Chris Pratt all on the pod. It could be like a roundtable. Yeah, it'll be a the creative roundtable. I feel, I feel like that video already is recommended to me on YouTube, like done by like Vanity Fair or something like that exact tri- trio. Mm. Talk about a dream. Blunt it says rotation. a lot about someone. Yeah. Shout out to Conde dream, Nast. Dream. <laughs> dream blunt rotation. Um, Jonah Hill, Martin Scorsese and. Um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yo, <laughs> you literally read my mind. It was it was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Um, you know, house of the Condé Nast building. Mm. <laughs> if Prince was still That's alive, you know, go down. Oh, yeah. I'd swap. I'd swap Martins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I feel like this is coming to a natural conclusion. Wait, real question: Did anyone watch mid nineties? I did not. No, no I don't think no. anyone watched it. I lived it. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I feel um, like it was one of those movies where it's like, it was like Jonah Hill made a movie and then nobody watched it. No, I feel like he got, he got like critical, like he got good critic reviews. I don't know. I think I just it was just dudes in Williamsburg with Peloton wives that saw that movie. Like, like 35 year old dudes. Wives. Who just like got back into skateboarding because they found out about Labor Skate Shop. And they were like, this is cool. This is local. They bought a skateboard. They maybe skated once or twice. They found out mid-90s was coming out. They dragged their Peloton wives to the feeder. Most likely, most likely, it was, um, what's it called? Nighthawk Cinema. They got like the pairing for the movie, whatever the signature cocktail and the signature meal was. And that was the majority of where the ticket sales came from. No, I I feel like the the premiere opening night shit was at Metrograph, right? He had like a he had like a secret release. Maybe. Thing. That was like four years ago, dude. Wasn't it? Didn't that movie come out like 2018? 2016? Uh, hard to say, man. I think it came out in the mid nineties. Um, yeah, maybe so. What were you gonna say know. about natural conclusions, Joe? <laughs> I was, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Peter uh, if he wanted to plug anything or tell people where they could find him online. I don't have anything to plug right now. You can just uh, follow the Master of Cum or Peter Vac Official if you don't like memes and just uh, want to know what acting jobs I do next. But no, we have a lot of clean cut listeners who don't give, who will only follow the official. Who like don't, yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, 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 that's fine. That's good for them. I will say, I like the the one video you have on your your personal account where you're like, yeah, of course it's really me. It's pretty good. I will say, I'm a fan. Thanks. Thanks. Um, Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, that's probably just going to be the only content I ever have. I, unless I win an Oscar and then I'll be posting about that. Let's go. What I, what I want, what I want to happen is I want a screen record of that video to get posted on the Ion Packs account. <laughs> Where you're like, it'll, of course, it, of course it's me. Eventually. Yeah. Um, that would be good. You know, when you're ready to admin reveal, I feel it should go up there, but yeah, man, thanks for coming we'll on. Add, we'll come back to, we'll come back and admin reveal here. Thank you for having me on. It was a it was a pleasure. Yes. Thank yeah, you. So maybe to, to have to see you all. Daniel Stone. 
for I was going to say maybe sometime, yeah. maybe for like a Patreon bonus thing, we should all record a commentary to mid thirties since none of us have seen it. Mid thirties, mid nineties, mid nineties, mid nineties. That'd be very funny. Mid thirties would be. I, I would sick. definitely sign up. Could you I imagine them yeah. skateboarding in nine in the nineteen thirties, dude? I think Yo. I think mid yeah. mid thirties was a, a meme I made about about mid nineties. I think oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> about Jonah, um, yeah. so good. But yeah, so that would be fun. I think that could be a cool idea. Yeah, but can't wait. All right, everybody. Thanks, 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 Peter. Much love. Thank you. Peace, guys. Thanks, Beautiful. audience. Thanks, host. Thank you. Bye. Love you. Bye. What hip hop artists do you blast off, or, or, or are you into EDM and stuff like that? You, you like all that. Jumping and wiggling the white people dance shit, or oh yeah, I'm yeah, oh yeah, big time into <laughs> the white people dance shit. Can't you tell? Um, you know, I, you know when 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 I remember when Eminem first came out with his album in Chronic 2001. Around that time came oh, out. Oh wow, that was that was kind of like my Peter Quill mix. I listened to that. Me and my friend lived in a van in Maui, and we listened to that and smoked weed every day. Get the fuck. Every here, day, I, I know every this, every. I'm every about to word. I'm about to call Marshall. <laughs> Let's Dude, go. I tell you what, I know every word to to that album. I you, prove it. Prove it. What do you want me to say? Nowadays, everybody want to talk. They got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. Just a bunch of chipper bridge. Motherfuckers act that they forgot about Dre. So what do you say to somebody you hate? What? Anyone trying to make trouble you wake? Want to resolve things with the money you wake? We'll just study your tape of NWA. Shut up, uh, One day, I was walking by with the walk for now. When I caught a guy giving a knock or not. Stranging him off with the pocket knot. You know, honey. <laughs> I don't give a Shut fuck up, if it's Rick. dark or not. Harder than me trying to talk and dodge, but I'm drunk as fuck. Right next to a humongous truck in a two-car garage. Yeah. Walking out with two broken legs, trying to walk it off. Ooh, well, fuck ooh. you too, bitch. Call the cops. I'm going to kill you when them loud-ass motherfucking barking dogs. <laughs> and when the dog came out, Dre stood next to a burned-out house with a can for the gas and a hand for the matches. It still weren't found out right here because they're here on out. It's the chronic too. Start today. Tomorrow's new. And I'm still local enough to choke you to death with the Tarleton chew. Chicka, 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 slim shady. A hotter than a set of twin babies. And Mercedes Benz with the windows up to the temporals up to the mid 80s i call them men ladies side doc but i've been crazy Woo. it's okay go to him Haley. <laughs> yeah. yo he Woo. did it with him yo that, yo shut up reeve he just told you to shut up